All right, in this episode, welcome to episode two, I'm going to talk about how yoga actually helped me immensely in my bow hunting. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're probably like, that is the most polarized thing you could possibly do to help with, with bow hunting. Like, how would yoga even help? Here's the deal. So after spending a ton of time in the field, I did not see any success. I wasn't getting any shot opportunities. I was super discouraged. I wasn't even finding animals. It was awful. Finally, over some time, got some good advice from a few mentors and, and friends. And finally, like it seemed like it took me forever. Finally, I was able to get a shot opportunity. Problem was, I was so excited. I didn't know it at the time in the moment, like you don't really see yourself in the moment, but looking back, I was shaking so bad. And that's when I released the arrow, totally missed. It was a very, very clear miss. I was so bummed. I mean, cause it took, it felt like it took, well, I mean, literally it probably took years to get to that point of spending time at the range, going into the field multiple times, just not getting those opportunities. And finally, when that opportunity comes and a miss, I was really bothered because when you are shooting a target in a very controlled space at the range, all that, that's good. It's good to get your form down. It's good to get all those elements down, not, you know, knock tune your arrows, all that. But I was missing a key element and it was just being actually in range in front of an animal I said that that experience yeah and it's hard because like anyone you talk to that first experience you remember pretty darn well you know whether whether you made the shot or didn't especially if you didn't you you remember those ones pretty good I was super crushed I felt embarrassed I felt like a terrible hunter I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm not respecting the animals. I'm going to make all these terrible shots. But I, you know, I walked away from that and I really broke down that experience of what had happened, why my breathing was all over the place, why I was freaking out. It was, it was awful. So I walked away with it. I'm like, what can I learn? What can I do better? And my good friend had just started a yoga studio. And I thought, you know, maybe I need to learn how to calm down. Maybe I need to address a few things. And so I was willing to try anything because, I mean, that's what you do in bow hunting. It's like, tell me what arrows are the best. Tell me what bow is the best. Tell me where to go. Like, we do all this research. We do all this work, right? And I just thought, you know, if I can get to myself to that moment where I can see that animal and I can get within range, what else is there? You know, and if it comes down to breathing, let's figure it out. <laughs> so called my friend up. I was like, hey, I want to come join a few classes. I want to get this figured out, you know. And she's like, oh, great. You know, what are you coming in for? I'm like, I want to be a better bow hunter. <laughs> she's just like without hesitation. Kathleen, she just was awesome. She was like, yeah, I can help with that. I mean, it was just it just rolled off her time. I mean, she just did not hesitate. I loved her response. So I knew I was in good hands. 
So I went to a few classes and just even after the first class, I knew right away, especially going in with that intention of I need to be, I need to calm down. This is something that I want to better myself with. It helped a ton. So three main things that it really helped me with. One was just emotional help. I really, here's the thing. I believe this. I believe that when we are interacting in the wild and we are taking the animal, hunting, whatever it is, I really feel like your emotions matter. And if you're leaving the house angry, you know, getting in a fight with your wife, like, I'm going hunting, you can't control me, or whatever it is, I don't know what it is. I really feel like you cannot enter the field with that type of attitude. You can't be angry. You've got to let all that go. And at that time in my life, I was struggling with a lot of things. I mean, just all sorts of different emotional difficulties. So that first class, I just felt like a lot of that was starting to chip away. It was starting to melt off. And, you know, bow hunting should be fun. You need to enter the field and just have a great time, take it in, really embrace the journey. But if you're carrying all that heaviness and all that struggle, it's pretty, it's not. I mean, because what happens is your mind, I feel like, really chases that result. It's like, I have to get an animal. And if I don't get an animal, I'm a failure. And it was a waste of time and I shouldn't have gone out and I should should have gone another day or the moon was doing this, I you know whatever it might be. And so, number one, emotional help was huge. Number two, we're all about tactics in archery. And we are, you know, want to figure things out, how to hold the bow, how to pull it back. The main thing there was learning a really important breathing tactic of how to breathe, how to you know, coordinate that with releasing an arrow. That was really big. It sounds basic. It's like, well, how do you, I mean, anyone knows how to breathe, right? It doesn't seem like that big of a deal. But for me, it was a big deal. It was super helpful to gain some good techniques there. And what I've learned with releasing the arrow, uh, again, I don't know where you're at with, you know, your, your archery journey. When you let out that breath, that's when you release the arrow. That is the most opportune time for you to not have as much shakiness or any jerkiness. So that's that's what's worked for me. And test it. That's one thing that's really cool when you're spending time on the range. Breathe in, then release. Breathe out, and then release. See what, see what the difference is. I, I've noticed a pretty big difference in my, my grouping there. The third thing that I really took away from yoga was embracing calm. When I'm in the outdoors, it is very quiet. It's very calm. Think about it. I mean, there's no traffic. There's very limited service, so you're not getting pounded with text messages and emails. It's this really great time that as you observe birds, you observe wildlife, even if you don't see anything, you can still embrace this quiet that really became part of the result or the success of a a good hunt for me. When you are out there and you feel discouraged and you're not seeing anything or 
you know, you check your trail cam and you missed the animals by like 30 minutes. I've had that. I've totally had that where I'm like, oh my gosh, if I would have been here 20 minutes ago, you know, and just the chips fall. And if you're having those discouraging times, just take a minute and embrace, embrace that calm and turn your mind towards other things that are bothering you that you could say, you know, I'm going to tackle this right now. Like, why is that bothering me? What could I do different in my relationship with my spouse? I think men really need to understand that you're not just slinging arrows the whole time. And this is also a time that I think God works on us. And we've just got to have that open heart and let that come in. So those three main things, emotional help, breathing tactics, and embracing the calm. One of the uh, breathing tactics that I learned too that was super helpful was you stick your finger, not up your nose, (laughs) on the outside of one nostril. Okay, let me just see if I can demonstrate this. So take your left hand right now, pointer finger, plug your left nostril, breathe in, okay? And then your other finger, plug your right nostril that you just breathed in through, and then breathe out. So you're kind of doing this thing from the right side up and then the left side down. When I've gotten super anxious and really distraught, that little tactic right there is one thing I learned in yoga that helped, has helped calm me down. It's a pretty interesting thing. So try it. If you've got something stressful today, you can try it in your home office. You can try it on our commute home as you're listening to this someone's got road rage or something it and it has to be done through the right nostril up close the left and then breathe out and it's something about the circular uh, thoughtfulness of that so uh, again we're going to get to the gear Uh, there's more episodes coming where talk about you know specific stories and, and other things in the field But I feel like this was something that it took me a long time to learn. And I really believe in the law of attraction. I believe that when we go out into the field and we have genuine interests and we are good with ourselves and we tell the universe, like, hey, I really want this. Like, I honestly, I've said prayers in the parking lot before I head up. And I am just like, please help me have a shot opportunity. Please help me keep my mind right so that I can experience this. And there's those times where I'm a little bit more calm, a little bit more, you know, embracing the calm, that that's when those opportunities come. When I'm in a rush, when I'm like, I got to go make this happen. I got to go bag a deer. I, you know, I don't even see anything because I feel like the universe is like, you know what? Your head's not right. We're not going to open this opportunity for you. I honestly believe in the law of attraction. If you do too, drop me a line at Instagram, um, Adam underscore Buchanan. I'd love to hear if you've experienced that as well. Even in like your daily life, like I remember learning about the law of attraction many years ago and my wife jokes with me now because I use it for parking spots. Seriously, like we'll roll up to Costco, the place that I like the least. I really... I'm not a fan of Costco. Their parking lot's insane. And about a minute or two before, I'm like, open open me up a parking spot. Let's, let's see what we can do. Like, I'm ready for it. I want to receive this. 
and we get good close spots every time. My wife jokes with me all the time. She's like, man, I love driving with you because you always get good parking spots. I think it's the same with bow hunting. It's like, not only help me get a good shot or see animals, help me track the animal. Help me process it. There was a time where I took an animal and it was, you know, a little bit before shooting legal light was ending at sunset and, you know, had, had a good shot, everything. And uh, what I thought was a good shot, start tracking the animal, good blood trail, everything's great. Get to the animal, I see it probably 20 yards away. And I'm like, okay, great. And I'd done this many times before. This, this was a little bit more recent. And I was kind of going through the motions. I'm feeling really good. And I get closer and that deer pops up. <laughs> I was close. I wasn't close enough to touch it, but close enough to give me a slight heart attack. That thing jumped up. Pow. I mean, was gone. And I was just heartbroken because I was like, oh my gosh, like I'd done everything right. Uh, and if I'd have known it was still going, uh, would have put another arrow in, but that type of experience taught me don't just try to get the shot either. Try to have the full experience of help me track the deer, make good placements. And then also even that one, you know, I could have been done processing that thing with probably a few minutes of light left to spare, but because that happened, it went well into the night and everything just slows down in the darkness and I was alone and it just, that was a good learning experience for me to walk away and be like, hold on, I need to really ask for the full experience and ask for that help, ask for that kind of calmness. I think it's it's been very, very important in bow hunting for me. So I share that with you as one of the earlier episodes because, again, it's something that took me a long time to learn. And that's the thing is when you look at social media and you're scrolling through all these epic hunts, seeing all these great successes, no one really slows down and says, hey, if there's emotional crap in your life, you should probably deal with that before you head out. No one talks about that. And so I'm talking about it because honestly, that was a game changer for me. That helped me get good placements, get good shots. I know it can work for you too. So whatever you're dealing with, we don't, you know, whatever you got to battle, figure it out. But go into the field you know, calm and, and try yoga. If you've never tried yoga before, one resource for that that you can do like now in your living room is fire up YouTube on your, your TV and look up yoga with Adrian. She is awesome. She's got like over a million subscribers. Fantastic. Like she'll do a 10 minute session. She'll do 20 minute. She'll help with flexibility. If you're a little stiff in areas, it's, you know, Drop your ego and just try it. Take your shoes off. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it is something that has really, really changed things for me, especially with flexibility too. Like I was super stiff, very immobile. And when you're putting in the miles, you're hiking, you're you know, moving your body, you're working hard in the field, you need that mobility. You're stepping over logs, you're... I mean, when you're out hiking and especially like you're holding your weapon, you've got a pack on, there's a lot going on and you're not on these perfectly paved manicured trails. And so you might think like, oh, yoga, whatever. No, think about it because you need that mobility. 
So that's what I wanted to share. Uh, last thing I just wanted to share in this particular episode is, you know, in terms of patience, my brother-in-law, Steve, I, I talk to a lot when I'm, especially when we're in hunting season, we're swapping stories and things. And early on, I would tell him, how frustrated I was not seeing animals in a certain area. I'm like, man, I'm not seeing anything. What's going on? He's like, don't look at that as a failure. Look at that as, okay, when I went in at this time on this temperature, the moon was a half moon, whatever it is, journal that, take note of that. And so for me, Onyx has actually been a fabulous resource for me because I kind of use it as a journal in a way where when I place a point down, I do it with a lot of intention of, yeah, they were very active over here on this hillside at this time. The moon was doing this. The temperature was that. I've gotten to the point now where when I wake up in the morning and I see what the temperature is, I have a pretty good understanding of what the deer are doing. It's, it's kind of cool. So that was the last thing I want to leave with you is if, if you're not seeing anything, if you're just really frustrated, that's good. Take note of that. That is great data to carry you forward and to journal that. Onyx is something I use, uh, I've used for many years. I actually love the Onyx off-road app. That is, that's a great app. But I love it just for those points, the journaling, keeping track of where you're at, what you see, what you don't see. I mean, if you're not seeing anything, not seeing any sign, take note of that. Hey, I've been down this path many, many times what I thought was a game trail or whatever, it nothing is coming through here, you know? So that way you're just way more informed. And in the conversations I've had with my brother-in-law, Steve, he's like, get, you know, the, the hunters that get the most success are the ones that are out there. They're putting miles under their boots. They're putting that time in. It's not the ones who are just like licking their fingers, stick it in the air and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to go out today and, you know, have all this success. So keep that in mind. But I think, you know, think about yoga, consider it. And, you know, if you don't believe in the law of attraction, if you disagree with me, let me know too on Instagram. You know, let me know what your belief is. Uh, again, it's Adam underscore Buchanan. Again, thanks for listening to First Generation Bowhunter. This is episode two. We're still early in our journey, but there is so much more to come. So stick with me, subscribe, let me know what questions you have, what things that you might be battling in your journey, maybe things that you're frustrated with. Let me know. Let's work it out. Let's talk it out. Love to give you a shout out on future episodes. And if I don't know the answer, I'm going to go find it for you. I'm going to go dig around in my network, uh, maybe bring on a guest. Your question could actually be a whole episode. Who knows? So let me know. Don't hesitate and love to hear from you. Thanks again. This has been First Generation Bow Hunter. Please subscribe and drop a review if you are enjoying this. I'd love to see that. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much. See you next time.